Hey friends, today we are in Proverbs chapter 28, verse number 10. Here's what it says. Whoever misleads the upright into an evil way will fall into his own pit, but the blameless will have a goodly inheritance. So in, in our last devotion, I think there was four or five verses. Today I'm taking it easy on you uh, with one verse, but it's a good one. So Solomon does really a great job painting this picture of an evil person leading someone in a bad way, down a bad path. And it could be this wicked person is uh, simply exalting himself, right? Trying to set himself up as a mentor to a righteous person. But some people thrive on having people like them. I mean, that's a temptation we all face, I think. For a wicked person, many times I think it makes them feel good when people see them as a, a leader, even a rebel leader, who gets what they want and they don't take no lip from anyone, you know? And they want approval and acceptance for who they are. And so many times they would likely be trying to lead someone down a road that they were familiar with themselves, uh, their own territory, if you will. Uh, one they have traveled many times before. And evil men tend to exalt their own wickedness as a kind of exalted glory towards others. And it could be that kind of leading that Solomon is talking about. But it could also be that this wicked individual could be leading a righteous person astray into a snare with evil intentions. Um, on purpose. He could be actually setting a trap and trying to trip up this righteous individual. And this happens often as well. I think Satan himself combines um, both of these kinds of tactics in leading mankind into a pit. Remember, he was the one who fell from God's favor when he wanted glory equal to God. And uh, what did he do? He tempted Adam and Eve, and he led them down the same path. They were righteous before they sinned. And Satan told Eve that God was a liar, and if she disobeyed God, she would not die, but she would be like him. So the path for self-glory, that would be an alluring temptation, and it would serve two purposes for Satan, I believe. It would actually lead Adam and Eve to be like Satan instead of like God. And that would bring some kind of uh, feeling of glory to Satan. They would uh, be followers of Satan. And, and they and their descendants would be his kindred spirit. Not only that, it would become their demise. You see, all mankind would be one day cast into a pit for eternity because they believe Satan and his promises uh, for satisfaction instead of believing God. And so Satan was leading them astray. I think Satan might have intentionally used both of these tactics. You see, the, the thing is, this trap Satan set for these first two righteous ones will one day hold him as well. The devil will be thrown into a pit which God created for him and all the angels who followed him. Well, after Solomon 
says how this one who misleads the righteous will fall into his own pit, he says, quote, but the blameless will have a goodly inheritance. So the truth is that we're all wicked. We're all sinners, not blameless. We're all bent towards seeking our own glory in some fashion. But although we are not a righteous race, God has made a way for us to obtain a foreign righteousness. And then what Solomon said will ring true for us. What he said, remember, the blameless will have a goodly inheritance. We can be blameless. God made a way. See, after Adam and Eve sinned, God said in Genesis 3 how through the offspring of the woman, one would come who would bruise or, or crush the head of the serpent that was Satan, the devil. So for generations, there were men and women who believed God once again, where Adam and Eve had believed Satan. Maybe even they had a chance to believe God's word about this promised one. And so throughout the Old Testament, we see over and over many who waited for this Messiah to come. They hoped in him. They delighted in him. They trusted in God's word. This Messiah would come and do what no one has ever or would ever do, and that is live a perfect life. So he might be able to give his righteousness to all fallen mankind who would believe God with hope and delight. And God's only son, Jesus, the offspring of Mary, did this very thing. And he, he also took the wages of our sin, which is death, by dying on the cross. And uh, spiritually, we know that Jesus said from the cross, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Quoting uh, one of the Psalms. So God turned away from his only son that he might have fellowship with mankind again. And so Jesus died. Then on the third day, he broke the hold that sin had through the law. And he was raised up from the dead. That law that says the wages of sin is death. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Jesus broke the hold that sin had through the law. And he was raised up. And now God will one day raise all who joyfully believe in him never to suffer the entropy that's associated with sin again. That is uh, no more pain, no arthritis, no COVID-19, no death. And while we're here in this broken world, God also gives all who believe the power of the resurrection to have victory over sin's power, sin's hold in life. So we can overcome sin in our life as we walk with Jesus. And so this is good news. It's good news to believe in. And it's good news to share with others. And I hope you have a great day in the Lord today.